Hello, iTrekBytes family, and welcome to another episode of the Member Spotlight series, where I get to interview different members on their weight loss journeys. Today's episode features Liz, who gives us a look and now she has been eating vegetarian while on iTrekBytes. Grab a coffee and get ready to be inspired, friends. Liz, what's up? What's up? Hey, I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. No problem. So I figure let's go ahead and just start with who are you? <laughs> okay. Um, my name is Liz. Um, I live in Austin, Texas. I've kind of been on this health journey for about two years now, and it's been a wild ride, <laughs> um, but overall a really successful one. And I'm in such a better place um, than I was when I started. I'm an actuary, so I'm a math nerd. Love math. <laughs> I have a seven-year-old son. Um, oh, wow. Let's get going to with, first of all, where did your, let's start with your weight loss journey. I do know yeah. that I want to kind of talk to you about your vegetarianism and all that stuff. Yeah. Because that's totally like what me and my wife are trying, not really getting into that per se, but more of the whole food. So I would love to yeah. dive into that. Um, let's go first with what, when did the whole weight loss journey start? You said you've been going through it for about two years. Yeah. So beginning of 2019, I've always kind of struggled. Um, and especially after having my son, it just felt like I, I mean, food has always been my coping mechanism. So that, that was kind of always my issue. So at the beginning of 2019, um, I really started my journey and I lost about 50 pounds in six months. Um, oh, wow. yeah. so I really just like completely, it felt like once I got started, I was almost addicted to that high of losing, oh, yeah. Definitely. you know? Um, and so that was really great. And I had been, um, vegan vegetarian, um, for quite a while in high school and college. And then I got pregnant midway through college and I didn't stay with it while I was pregnant. Um, yeah. so I got back to that over a year ago now. So um, October of 2019 is when I went back to um, being vegetarian. And um, I feel like I don't know that it's really helped or hurt my weight loss journey. um, But I feel like I feel better. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely understand. Yeah. And I feel like so I lost all of that weight for the first six months. um, And then about three months after I hit goal, well, actually, let me back up a little bit. Two weeks before I hit goal, I decided to get sober. Yeah, so, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was in July of 2019. And about three months after that, we had a tragic death in our family. And what I learned about myself was that although I had figured out what to eat to lose weight, what I really hadn't treated was why I was eating, how much I was, and what I was eating prior to the weight loss. Um, So not having alcohol to turn to, I kind of turned back to food because I didn't fix the underlying issue. Oh yeah, no, definitely. So I gained some of that weight back in 2020, but um, I've been on this journey to kind of learn more about myself and how to cope with things um, at the end of 2020. And so I'm getting close to goal again. So yeah. yeah. So when you first so you lost the 50 pounds in six months, was that totally just from going back to like veganism, vegetarianism, like all that stuff? Or was it like, you know, counting calories or just whole food? You know, what exactly did that look like for you for the six months? Yeah, so um, I was not vegetarian at that time. Um, I was on the blue Weight Watchers plan. It was before they had options. So I lost all of my weight on that. Um, and I, that's why I feel at home with high track bites because yeah. 
you know, it it's still what I know and what I love, but I feel like with a lot of other perks that yeah. I wasn't getting <laughs> over there. So that's yeah. how I lost it. Well, that's awesome. So um, what exactly then did 2020 do for you? I know that like, I usually ask a lot of people and I hate saying 2020 because it's like, thank God it's in the past a little bit. But what exactly like did that whole year look for you? Obviously, you said you gained, mm-hmm. you know, some of your weight back. So mm-hmm. was it just because like, were you working from home and it just your schedule is all mixed up like so many of us? Yeah, so I actually started selling masks on Etsy the day that the CDC um, recommended we wear them. And I got to the point where I was still working full time as an actuary from home, Mm -hmm. but I was also spending probably like 12 hours a day making masks for about six months. So I was getting like four to five hours of sleep for several months in a row um, just because Um, things were so crazy and demand was so high. So what 2020 taught me was like, I still have to put myself first. Um, You know what I mean? Even if there's opportunity and like, oh, I convinced myself this is helping my family. Like Mm -hmm. I'm helping other people. But I was mentally so drained and so down and that caused, yeah, just things, it was chaos. So really kind of being able to step back and say, I, I need to refocus on myself. It, it was a big realization that, yeah, it, 2020 was crazy. And especially, like I said, kind of that middle six months for me was really insane. And being able to almost step back from success because it was tearing me apart internally yeah. um, was a big lesson that I learned. No, so. I completely understand that. It's like, when we, especially when we get into a routine, like, you know, you had lost the 50 pounds in six months, which I know mm-hmm. like a lot of people on here think of that as like, oh my God, how'd she do it? And, but really like it's, I lost 40 to 50 pounds in six months myself, you know what I mean? Way back in the day in 2016. So I completely understand it's like you get that high and yes, but then like life happens. And I feel like that's where a lot of people on here and when their audience is letting them know that like, obviously Liz is just like everybody else weight gain. Um, I, I just seen a post, I can't remember who it was, but it was just like, it's not bad that you have weight gain because it kind of teaches you about yourself and gets you back to where you need to be. You know what I mean? So what does that look like for you right now? Mm-hmm. Like, so when did you make, first of all, when did you make the track over to iTrack Bites? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was maybe three or four months ago um, is when for a while I actually did both to feel yeah. like I felt like, I don't want to screw this up. Like I'm, no, I I've made a lot of progress and I'm scared like to just uh-huh. leave this thing that I know. But also I knew that if I was going to be like pigeonholed into this diet for the rest of my life, I was never going to be happy. So like, I couldn't be so scared to like leave, um, you know, and, and switch to something else. Um, so I switched about four months ago. And I think the biggest driver for that was honestly just, um, to create some more positivity in my life. I felt like with that other program I was on and being on Instagram with some of the people who were on Instagram in that community, it was taking a toll on my mental health, which then wasn't helping my weight loss. Every experience I'd had with iTrack Fights was so positive. One of my, like my best Instagram friend, Alexis, has always been on iTrack Fights. And um, and I've had just as much, success um, on this program and honestly more because I feel like there's even more flexibility and more programs to choose from. So oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, so let's go into now where, so 
how much longer do you have until you get back down to goal as far as uh, weight goes? Yeah, I've got about probably, I think about 13 more pounds at this point until I'm at goal. I'm at a healthy weight now. Um, So, you know, I I don't feel this big rush to like get to a certain weight. Um, But yeah, that's to get to where my lowest I was before. It's about 13 pounds away. About 13 pounds. So with your, let's talk about your vegetarianism and all that stuff. Because I really like, it's so funny because... Oh, what was it? Me and my wife, we always do a lot of research before we dive into anything. And one night we had watched a documentary or I had watched a documentary and it was pretty much just about the whole vegetarianism and all that or veganism and all that stuff. And it got me going. And then I was just like, well, let's try with the whole foods because I'm not very into maybe it's just I'm not educated. So that's like, that's my thing It's like, I would love for you to kind of Talk about your experience with it, especially in high school and college mm-hmm. and all that. And then how is it now with you being a mom to a seven-year-old? You know what I mean? Yeah. We have an almost seven-year-old at the end of this month and a okay. almost five-year-old. So, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm just going to be straight up that honestly, I feel like weight loss has been almost slightly more difficult after mm-hmm. cutting the meat because you have less kind of um, low-carb protein options. That's been something that has been slightly challenging, but I feel like it's been worth it. My meal, my main motivator for being vegetarian and vegan, I try to be vegan, uh, but it doesn't always get there, is more environmental reasons. um, Just because um, meat and animal products tend to take up a lot more resources than um, than plant products do. Think about it. Instead of growing plants to feed animals, which then you have to use those resources to then create food out of the animals, we could just eat the plants. No. Um, And I totally got that because that's on the documentary. I can't remember what it was. It was the big, huge one. Yeah, there is, there's, and I forget the name of the really good one that I like out there too. It was the big one. And that's kind of how it was, was like, you know, they're getting it. Yeah. It's like cutting out the middle man. Yeah. What they had said. Yeah. And so with my seven-year-old, you know, he still eats meat. Like if we're out to dinner or something, or when he was in school in person at lunchtime, if he were buying lunch, which he would every once in a while, I don't have a problem with that. But when we're at home, he eats all the meat substitutes and doesn't even really know that they're not meat. <laughs> like for no, example, yeah. you know, there's just so many options out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I love that it's also opened him up to kind of more, I don't want to say exotic because they're really not. But you know, when you grow up, when I grew up on mac and cheese and, and like, and, you know, chicken yeah. nuggets, yeah. Like, and now he gets things like quinoa and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even know, you know, hemp hearts and things yeah. like that that um, I feel like are actually really nutritious um, at a young age where he isn't, hopefully is going to grow up with better eating habits, having kind of a more diverse diet and a more diverse kind of um, source of nutrients. So that's yeah. what I'm hoping for. At no, least. I, I totally get that because like me and my wife, it's me and my wife and my sister, we've been doing this. We switched to the purple plan, mm-hmm. uh, the purple program, and it's mm-hmm. really opened our eyes because it's like, we're trying to maintain the whole foods and organic lifestyle which yeah. by the way is really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not hard. Like, and you would probably say the same thing. It's not hard mentally or physically mm-hmm. of being like, oh, hey, I don't like the food. I don't like the way it tastes. It's not even the price of it. It's mm-hmm. just that it's it's a lot to take in and a lot to understand. You know what it I mean? How like it is with you, got, with you, especially with that, because it's like, instead of being like, oh, hey, 
I'm like the program says, you know, get yourself your zero bite. Okay. So I'm like, all right, great. I'm going to have brown rice. Okay. And then yeah. it's like, then get your protein. Well, it's really easy to be like, okay, ground turkey or, or right. Whatever. That's how our minds are programmed. Yeah. That's how we know. So what, you know, how, how does that look like for you? Like setting up your meals daily? Yeah. I mean, um, so I'm going to be honest, like I definitely eat a less, like I, I'm very into the things I like, which is probably makes me the worst Instagrammer ever because <laughs> I eat the same things. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, where I get most of my protein is beans. Um, we, I almost every meal, there's some sort of bean included. For example, we just had soup right before I hopped on and it had cannellini beans in it and some barley in there and then a bunch of veggies. Um, so, but really YouTube is kind of where I escape to for recipe ideas um, yeah. and, and kind of learning more about really how to do this lifestyle well. Because as a vegetarian, it's super easy to just like, I think what I did in high school and college really was just eat all the pasta. Like that yeah. was my go-to. It wasn't really nutrient rich um, kind of, dishes and stuff so yeah that's kind of that's kind of what i do so are you still like with your veganism or vegetarianism like you really are trying to figure out the whole whole you're trying to stay with the whole foods too you know what i mean of being like okay what kind of potatoes are we eating what kind you know what i mean yeah yeah um so we really try to stay away from packaged food and things Mm -hmm. like that as much as possible but i'm gonna be honest you know like, for example, pre-pandemic in 2019, I was doing things like making granola bars for my son once a week. Oh, that's and, so- you know, like doing things like that. And and honestly, like at some point this year, it was just like, I my mental health is worth more than that. But we still try our best. But, you know, we're definitely not perfect on that front. But yeah, so I think trying to keep as much balance mentally and what we're putting into our body wise and doing what works is is kind of what I've put at the top of the importance list. Yeah. So do you find that doing better balance on iTrack Bites is like, is that just because it's the plan you used before and that's the one you're most used to? Or I'm actually on Sugar Smart now. Oh, you're on Sugar Smart now. Yeah. mm -hmm. Mainly because I took the quiz on iTrack Bites and that's what it told me I should be on. And To be honest with you, I think it works well for me because I like having more points. <laughs> yeah, and it it also keeps me from escaping to things like um like for before prior to that I was on purple on Weight Watchers and I was escaping to holy pasta a lot. Yeah. Um, so I kind of knew I needed some more accountability and really having real points or real mm-hmm. bites for everything I ate was something yeah. I knew I needed that structure at least right now. Definitely. So. Uh, somebody just asked, like, how was it with purple? So when mm. you did purple or experimented with it, I know definitely the one thing that I will say from my experience is, especially for this whole, it's been about eight or nine days, um, is definitely use the calorie as a second metric mm. on the app. Um, I've never used it before, but when I switched to purple, I turned that crap on and it. I'm because it's definitely knowing that the whole grains and stuff fill you up. You know what I mean? That's the whole point of it. Yeah. It's definitely don't overdo it. You know what I mean? Still sticking in your calories. Is that kind of like how, how it was for you, especially because it's like a free for all, then you're just like, whatever. Yeah. And I mean, and especially, like I said, not having kind of those, those zero point or zero bite proteins like chicken to go to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was relying on the potatoes and the pasta a little, potatoes and pasta a little too much and not relying on, 
like things that are harder to work in, like beans and things like that, that are actually more nutritious and going to give me protein. Um, yeah, I totally agree. So what are your main sources of protein on your journey? Yeah. So beans are number one. I eat some sort of beans in almost every meal, almost, I mean, even breakfast, for example, if I do avocado toast, I'll put some refried beans underneath. That's number one. And I also do eat a lot of nuts too, which is another reason I really love the sugar smart program and having more points because nuts can be like point slash bite heavy, Um, but I love them. Um, and I, I think they're worth it to me. And Mm -hmm. um, I also love that they fill me up. So those are kind of my, for sure, my go-tos. Um, and then learning more about what produce has more protein too, um, is something I'm trying to do and incorporate that more. Yeah, because I think a lot of people don't realize that. And I think a lot of people, like I've noticed myself like this week, especially like, you know, before getting into more of the ingredients and all that stuff, I have my Equate protein shakes. Well, then I look yeah. at my Equate protein shake today as I'm pouring it in my, my protein coffee and I'm like, oh, it has natural flavors in it. Like I yeah. don't need that for my body. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. It, and that's what it is. And it is hard no matter what you do. And I tell people all the time that I, they've been messaging me just like they probably messaged you. And you could do like vegetarianism, veganism, any whole foods, anything like that on any program. You don't have to just yeah. be like, oh, purple, oh, this, you know what I mean? Or blue or whatever type yeah. thing. So, um, people asking about gas. i feel like uh just to address that really quick i feel like um once your body gets used to it it's not an issue so you might struggle with that a little bit at the beginning but uh i think you regulate (laughs) no that's too funny that's too funny so do you find do you use the calorie as a second metric on your app no, but I love that idea. I yeah. well, and I think because I don't know that Weight Watchers had that. So that's another thing is I'm learning so much that there's so much more. It feels like available to me. It almost felt like Weight Watchers was kind of a black box. They only wanted you to see the points and that's it. Uh, yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, that was my biggest thing. Like when I used to be with them, it was like people at that time, this was like 2017, 18. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you know, having to download my fitness pal and I'm tracking calories mm-hmm. along. And I'm like, why? And then it was just like, nope, no. But now it's like, it's there. The information is there. You don't have to double track it. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Um, No, so I haven't used that, but that's a great idea, I feel like. Yes. So, where exactly? So, do you, when you lost your weight, did you incorporate any exercising or you just like, nope, I I don't do it? I have mixed feelings on everybody I have on the live. It's either like, yep, four times a week. The other one's like, never done in a day in my life. <laughs> yep. So to be honest with you, exercise was really not a part of my journey at all. Um, uh-huh. It's something that I have aspirations to do, but I just feel like it's not something that brings me joy. Like I know it does a lot of people. Um, one thing I really did incorporate was some yoga, but very mm-hmm. low intensity and using it almost more as a meditation practice yeah. um, than really like something yeah. rigorous to try to help me lose weight but I love that it still gets my body moving and gets me more familiar with my body. That's kind of some of my goals right now. Um, and, and I really, I really enjoy that. So yeah, no, that's awesome. So yeah. let's, go, let's go to your Instagram. Let's talk about your Instagram. So okay. what got you into, first of all, when did you join Instagram? How mm-hmm. like, was it just like, like if you're like me just posting some food and then here we go, but you know what I mean? How did that yeah. look for you? 
you know? Yeah. So I start, I think I joined in January or February of 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, And I joined because my friend Amanda had a Weight Watchers Instagram um, and, uh, and she was an ambassador um, I didn't even really know that it existed until that this kind of community existed until she, she, you know, she kind of, she almost didn't like tell us about it for a long time. And I think when she finally told us she had like 40,000 followers or something yes. crazy. Um, so I think for me, I had tried Weight Watchers before in the past and mm-hmm. I felt like this is my way of accountability. Um for re- and, and to really put myself out there because it's really easy for me to lie to myself about yeah. what I'm doing and where I'm at. And um, it's not so easy to lie to like strangers when they are looking at what you're doing. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where it started is in just figuring out that this was a thing from her and being like, okay, if I'm really wanting to take myself seriously here and really like commit to this, here's also one way, like I said, that I can just put myself out there. I have a tendency to really kind of close off, especially when I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. And I've really learned that there are people there who want to support me and who I can help support too. Um, And even when I feel really alone. Um, So yeah, that's kind of how I got my start and why, why I love it. Yeah. No, I know. Like, that's my one thing. I kind of went on a little rant yesterday. A lot of people messaged me about, about, because I'm so tired of getting slack and like, it's not just me. I find it on all these pages of people where it's just like, leave people alone. If yeah. they're switching a program, they're switching a program. If they're switching a plan, mm-hmm. they're switching a plan. You don't. That I feel like that's a hard thing with putting yourself on social media and Instagram as like, you know, you get over in the Facebook world, like our eye track bites in the Facebook world. And it's all just like, oh my God, girl, you know, you can whipped cream on that. Or, oh my God, yeah, yeah. And it's like you get to Instagram and sometimes people can be a little mean on Instagram. And I'm yeah. like, oh, like, let's step back. Let, let, let's step back for a second. There's definitely um, some clicky behavior, which I felt like was one of the motivators for me to even switch programs. And, and there were other negativity things going on mm-hmm. on kind of the Weight Watchers Instagram yeah. world. And yeah some things that I didn't, couldn't get behind that I felt like were happening. So I, I was just ready to kind of get a fresh start, do something that felt good and not that felt so negative all the time. No, I get you. I get you. So let's talk real quick about what is a day in the life of you right now? This is like, <laughs> I, really have, I really haven't asked that on anybody that I interview or whatever, but it's really like 2021 years now. It's January. Like, what does a day of Liz look like? A day of Liz looks like I get up usually around eight o'clock. I'll make breakfast, which usually right now is some eggs and toast and maybe some avocado and some refried beans, like I said, Um, getting my son some breakfast. Um, We are completely homeschooling um, on our own. So usually getting him started as I log on to my work for the day, too. Usually I'll work for about six hours or so. And as an actuary, um, I have to take actuarial exams. So I am working my way through those and I get paid study time for those. So at the end of my day, I have about two hours where I'm just focusing focusing on studying. Um, but kind of throughout my working day, I'm working with my son on his homeschool stuff too. So just yeah. juggling the work and school, it's definitely a unique 2020 experience for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll, we will have lunch um, and 
I have really appreciated 2020 in that it means it's been meaning I eat home. I eat at home yeah. way more than I used okay. to. So my goal, what I usually do on like a weekend is meal prep a bunch of um, lunches. So usually that looks like chili of some sort. That's one of my go-tos. Um, and then like, I really love bean burritos. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll do that a lot. Um, so we'll eat lunch. Like I said, in the afternoon, I'll study for a couple of hours um, and then I will work on masks for maybe sewing masks for two to three hours um, in the late afternoon. Then usually my fiance cooks dinner, which is fantastic. Um, Yeah. And um, after that, I mean, it's really, it depends how close an exam is. Sometimes I'm studying for another three to four hours and I'm going to bed. Sometimes if it's not as close, um, I really love to read. Um, so my goal is to read a hundred books this year. I don't oh, know what wow. will happen. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it, no. that's kind of my, um, my go-to thing to do if I don't have anything else to do. Yeah. So yeah, so work, homeschool, study masks, maybe study more or maybe read. That's kind of, that's kind of my day. Crazy. And throw a bath in there. I'm a big yeah. bath. So usually one gets mixed in at some point. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. So what is a, let's see, I've been trying to like read over these uh, messages that people are saying. So what is a common question you get asked a lot on Instagram, like with your weight loss journey? I actually, I think I get asked most about sobriety, um, to be oh, honest right. with you, mm-hmm. because I feel like that's something that's somewhat taboo still. Nobody wants to... Yeah. And, and it is like, that was my thing. Like, obviously seeing it on your Instagram, you know, all that stuff is like, I'm not going to ask it, you know what I mean? Just because I don't want to, but no, like, I completely understand that. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are curious, um, mm-hmm. whether they feel like they have a drinking problem or whether they just feel like this isn't a healthy choice for them, especially mm-hmm. all of us going through a health journey. So I think I get asked most about that and about like, if sobriety is something I'm considering, what do you suggest? Or like, I think I have a problem, but I don't, I haven't, I've, I get a lot, like, I think I have a problem and I don't know no, if I'm ready no. to admit to anyone, which oh. is so crazy to me that like people want to confide in me about that, mm-hmm. which that's probably one of the most powerful things that's happened through my Instagram is being able to connect with people in that way. So, yeah. So, and I also get asked how that, how that has contributed to my health journey and and whatnot. So, yeah, I think usually my response is really starting to read. Um, So that's how I kind of was finally able able to get sober was reading books like Quit Like a Woman. I talk about that all the time on my Instagram um, for the females out there, even not, honestly, it's, it's a great resource, but lots of, lots of sobriety books out there that talk about how alcohol messes with your mind um and also um just how we can feel better without it um yeah. so i think a lot about that but about weight loss i think just like how'd you do it <laughs> and i think the answer to how'd you do it is sticking with the plan like when you work the plan the plan works yeah. <laughs> um, to be completely honest and like i said i think getting on a roll and really feeling accomplished helps keep going um but I felt the opposite too before, like in 2020, when I gained weight, it's like, well, once I feel crappy, it's e- it's easy to keep feeling crappy. If number one, I can't be honest. I think being honest with what's happening, especially that's how Instagram has helped me to say I'm struggling right now. Um, and being having that accountability is really helpful. Um, and that's why, I mean, meetings are great too. So yeah, those are the two things I probably get asked the most in, in my responses to them. <laughs> 
No, that's yeah. awesome. And I love that you're so open about everything. Like that's, yeah. that's one thing that I love seeing when I, you know, get to meet new people and talk to them about their journeys is that they are comfortable with opening up and talking about things because we've all been there, whether like anybody likes to admit it or not. There's some different types of things like you just said, like sobriety, you know, you can, there's a lot of things that you can be sober from instead of just, yeah. alcohol. you know what I mean? It doesn't even have to be drug It could be any like exercise. I'm not even going to lie. Like I've known people that just, they took it extreme and they had to mm. die down and get rid of it. Um, and even food, you know, if, if that's what you're using as a coping mechanism, which I certainly was, you know, learning how to deal with problems in a healthy way is really kind of at the base of it all, right? Like yeah. usually if you're doing something to excess, it's it's because you aren't dealing emotionally with what's happening. Um, so, so that's been my biggest kind of lesson and, and working through and going to therapy and really putting myself first in all of those ways. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. So what is something that you feel you would, I always ask people this is what is something that you wish somebody would have told you when you first started, like mm. your journey with just like your health journey in general? Like what is something that you wish that you know now that you're like, and I wish somebody would have told me this from before, you know, um, but it's okay to not be perfect. Oh. Um, as a perfectionist, you know, um, I think I've always felt like the moment I don't do something perfectly, well then like screw it, I'm not doing it at all. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I've failed so many times before is that the moment I don't lose a week, then I just was like, well, this doesn't work. Like I, I'm done, you know, and I feel like putting myself out there helped me get over that, um, mm -hmm. in a way, because it's like, now it's not just like me saying I can be done. Like I have this community that I feel like um, is, is there to kind of support me through the imperfection. Mm -hmm. um, and I always, when, whenever I see people, other people post, you know, about being down, about not losing or something like that or gaining, it's like, I look at where I am right now, which is heavier than my lowest. Mm -hmm. And even when I was at my heaviest since I started, I'm so much better off now in so many ways than at the very beginning. Oh, yeah. um, and if I would have just said, screw it, the first week I didn't lose, like I had previously, I wouldn't be here. And, and I'd be in so, I'd be so much worse off um, in so many ways. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's not being the perfectionist. <laughs> yeah. We have one of a, one of our ambassadors. I remember this, it was probably like six months ago, five months ago. <laughs> But she was on her Instagram and she was storying about like she was having a rough time, this and that. And like her kids, she has a couple of kids and mm -hmm. they went and stayed with her mom and dad for like a, a night or something like that. And she's just like, for me, what I was feeling from her was, why has it gotten to that point where I just like, oh my gosh, I can't handle this no more. Like, go, you know what I mean? And yeah. I literally just messaged her and was just like, you're not the only one. Like, there's all the time <laughs> my wife are like... Okay, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes I do, and sometimes it is like that, you know, you get to the point where I, I mean, with kids, and you know, it's just like, oh, my gosh, I need a little bit of break. And it's not bad to say you need a break. And you're not a bad person. Yeah. But being able to open up like that was able mm -hmm. to have people give her support, even though there was a little bit of negativity, like we always get, but the mm -hmm. overwhelming of just it's support like that, that's where your community, you know, you yeah. have your own little type of community, but then you also have the I trick fights community. And that's yeah. why I always say is like, they, there's more good than there is harm. 
Absolutely. And I feel like, yeah, I mean, I think just being able to show the imperfection just allows everyone else to feel like it's okay when they're not perfect either. And and I, and I love, I love that, that people in this program aren't held to that perfect standard. Yes. I feel like on my Instagram, I'm always a story person. And I feel like that's why like so many people will like follow me and then unfollow me because I don't post on my feed. And I told myself, I told my wife this year, I said, I'm going to start posting on my feed and I'm not editing anything. It's literally just like, here's what I'm eating. This is what you want. Because you want me, I'm in my stories and that's where I talk. (laughs) Yeah. And I I feel like I don't post like super consistently. Uh, Just being 100% honest. and, and, And it's just because I... Need I know I need to prioritize my life before Instagram, but oh, it's yeah, a big part of my life too. But but yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah, yeah. But but having the need to yeah feel like everything I post has to be perfect is also something I had to get over. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. definitely, definitely. So what is real quick? Um, what is what does twenty twenty one look for you? What are yeah. you optimistic about? What are goals and aspirations? Obviously, you want to read a hundred books in a year. Yeah. See if that happens, I'll. Talk to you in December and see what book you're on. But <laughs> there you go. For 2021, does it look like for Liz? I'd like to get back to goal. <laughs> Honestly, just because I felt really good there. And I feel good where I'm at now, too. So that I'm not in this big rush. But definitely mm-hmm. by the end of the year, I'd like to be there. Um, it also looks like really incorporating a meditation practice on a regular basis. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like in 2019, I did a really good job of that. And it mentally put me in a good place and then in 2020 I just totally was not a part of my life so getting back there staying sober obviously Mm -hmm. and I think not feeling like I need to kind of shoulder the whole world I felt like in 2020 you know everything felt so overwhelming just because I took on everything I didn't say no to anything Mm -hmm. so my goal in 21 is to say no when that's the right thing for me to do yeah I'm trying to think I just posted i I just posted my goals a couple days ago. <laughs> I think those are here on. And I and I also am keep a planner so that I think that's mm-hmm. one of my other goals um, is to really keep detailed plans because I have a tendency to kind of get on and off of it. But I love also putting really kind of specific plans to my goals as well because I find when I don't do that I don't accomplish them. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping to to do in 2021. Yeah. Well, hey, Liz, I really appreciate you coming on and I'm glad that I get to call you friend and that I got to know you more and all this yeah. stuff. And um, so in her.infinite.life, is that all mm-hmm. that they reach you at? Like, do you have any other things? Yeah. Like- I mean, I have a website. It's um, www.herinfinitelife.com. There's not a ton on there, to be honest with you. It's a lot of inst- links from my Instagram posts. So if there's a recipe, um, it'll be linked on there. It's also linked in my bio. If you are interested in masks, I'm on Etsy at the same name too. Um, those are my main platforms. Um, mostly Instagram is where you can catch me. Um, like I said, I'm not I'm not posting every day all the time, but um, I share what I can and I hope to be able to encourage people. And um, I also love to be there for, for people in the community too. So, yeah. yeah. And one thing she has a lot of is templates for your lens. Mm. I did notice mm-hmm. that. I actually used one of yours. Uh, oh, awesome. I did. <laughs> so but Liz thank you so much for joining us tonight I yeah. thank you so much and I hope everybody else enjoyed having you as much as I did thank you so much I really appreciate the opportunity to chat yeah no problem you take care Liz okay all right bye guys bye. thank you
All right, guys, that was an awesome live with our friend Liz. Um, once again, if you need to find her, it is her.infinite.life. And I post that in the comments. Um, go ahead and check her out on Instagram. I hope you guys learned a lot. First of all, got to experience somebody that is vegan slash vegetarian and somebody who is on Sugar Smart and also somebody that dealt with sobriety. So I hope that she was able to instill a lot of confidence in you guys and also show you what you are capable of achieving. So like I said, my name is Jordan Clyde from Clyde's Daily Life. We had a great life. I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Stay tuned for next week. We'll see if we can get another guest on here. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and weigh-ins go good and that you just, let, let's try this. I hope you guys do something that you've been wanting to do this week. Do something for yourself. Do something for yourself.